Welcome to the Business Maniacs Podcast. This is the podcast that teaches you how to start, run, and grow your business. I am your host, Parker. And I am your other host, O'Brien. And let's head right into this episode. All right, all right. So, this is episode three of season one. And by the way, welcome to the Business Maniacs podcast. In today's episode, we will be, of course, discussing how productivity is a crucial factor in not only starting a business, but running one. Today, I'm currently being joined by our other host, Parker. Hey, man, how you doing? Just great. So, uh, the topic today... We are, of course, discussing productivity. Would you like to give us a bit of insight or uh, define what productivity is? Uh, sure. So productivity. Um, I remember um, a couple weeks ago, I was watching a Skillshare episode by a guy named Carl Poulian. Interesting. And he, yeah, so he does a lot of productivity and life management kind of um uh, episodes. And when I was watching this productivity episode, he said, or he defined productivity as the ability to get the most important work done on time to the highest possible quality. And when I heard that, I'm like, damn, he, he nailed the, he nailed it. Like if some, if I were asked that question or if someone, if, if I asked that question to somebody and they gave me that answer, uh, I wouldn't have been able to say anything bad. Like that's probably the best answer or best definition of productivity. Agreed. But Carl Poulian, this uh, he never he didn't really stop there. He he went on to two more ideas, which are kind of like techniques in a way, which is productivity is also the ability to know what is coming up and what needs your attention at the right time. So pretty much when he says it's the ability to know what is coming up, it's pretty much the ability to know how to schedule and how to manage your time properly. And in that quick sentence, he also said it's what you what needs your attention at the right time. And that's pretty much how to prioritize, how to know what to do first before something else. Um, he also said that it's the ability to switch off and relax at the right time. And that, to me, that's pretty much like just taking proper breaks. And that that idea of taking a proper break can be um, misused, I want to say. Yeah, definitely. To a bunch of people. And for me, the easiest way to know how to take a break is to pretty much just work accordingly, like work towards what um, suits you best. So if you can work for 45 minutes without being like having to move anywhere or having to get like stressed out or like, um, like, I don't know really what you'd feel like, but, uh, before you just start procrastinating, procrastinating or just drifting off from your work, um, then just go ahead and work for those 45 minutes. And then you could take maybe like a 10 minute break because breaks aren't things that should be too long. They should be like a quick, um, like minute of fresh air or, or a fresh snack. It shouldn't be anything like for you to escape from your work. It's, it's just a quick breather. And that's probably what, what messes a lot of people up, you know, um, if you're taking a break and you start something you can't finish, but it has nothing to do with work, then you're just wasting your work time. And 
um, five minutes will turn into 10 minutes and 10 minutes will turn into 15 minutes. And you're going to realize you, you outbreaked your work pretty much. So there's a method here to help people who um, can't really find what how they work best. Really? And it's called the 5217 method. And it's pretty much 52 minutes of work and a 17 minute break. For me, when I go to work, I usually go with about an hour or maybe 45 minutes of work. And then I'll take maybe like a 10 minute break or something like that. When I, th- I think 17 minute break is a little too long, but I mean, uh, you're, you do what you want to do. And, um, this, this next part doesn't really have to go into taking breaks, but it kind of is for health. It's for your eyes. So if you're someone that's, that spends a lot of time in, in front of a computer screen or something, uh, I know on a website, I, I forgot what it was here. I think it was, um, let me find it really fast here. My notes. It's called fastcompany.com. They say most of us spend around six to nine hours on um, electronic devices or screens pretty much. So that could be like your phone, your computer, or your TV. And that's really bad for your eyes. So there's this 20-20-20 rule, and I remember it for like 2020 vision here. And it's pretty much... Um, 20 minutes of like work and then um like 20 seconds like look at something for 20 seconds that's 20 feet away from you i I think that's how what it is it's like 20 minute work um look at something for 20 or look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds so it's 20 20 and 20 yeah yeah uh, yeah. that sounds like a like a really easy thing to remember and a very easy thing to really do yeah, it's healthy, especially for nowadays. You know, we're always on our devices. That little small computer of yours, it's probably in your pocket or what you're using to listen to, and it's just an invasion of the eyes. It's it's killing your eyes here. Mm-hmm. And also with that twenty 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 rule, um, if you're someone in a high rise building and um, you're always at a desk, you could probably like go to a window or something. And maybe try and look at another building. Or if you're not in a high-rise building or near those types of buildings, you could try and look at, like, a cloud or the trees. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, something specific every time, just as long as you take those small breaks. I know another thing for the eyes can be, um, like, a blue light filter and maybe a dimmer light. So uh, that's that. And really productivity, I'll I'll wrap this up really fast. It's, of course, from Carl Poulian, it's the ability to get the most important work done on time to the highest possible quality. It's the, the ability to know what is coming up and what needs your attention at the right time. And it's the ability to be able to switch off and relax at the right time. All right. Sounds good. So let's head off to the next topic. Bad habits. You and I both know that bad habits are what impede our way to success. They they are what oppose productivity. So I, I would like to get into a conversation on what bad habits exactly are very noteworthy to to everyone here, you know, to every average person. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Uh, well, I think it's easiest to start off with maybe how one of uh, like some of our bad habits. So what's a bad habit that you have had? 
one bad habit that I've had is <laughs> procrastination. That, that That's a big one for me. That was a big one for me, too. So procrastination is really, it, it stops me from doing what I had to do at the right time. I just thought, eh, it's okay. I'll just put it off. I'll do it later. Well, what ended up happening is once later reached, uh, re reached now, uh, I became in a rush. And I just... I just couldn't finish everything to the best that it could be. Yeah, I mean, I faced procrastination too, and I, I, I kind of still am if I, uh, I don't want to lie here. So, like, procrastination is probably something that a ton of people face, like, to this day, to um, throughout their whole entire life. I have never met anybody that hasn't procrastinated. It's... It's just one of those those things, but it's it's a good it's a good habit to put on this bad habit list here, because <laughs> um, it's just like something a lot of people should try and get rid of. And um, is there another bad habit that maybe you have faced? I would say I mean it, it's really a result of procrastination, but I would say another bad habit that I've faced is multitasking. So when I multitask, uh, I'm not really putting the right attention to each amount of work that I'm trying to multitask. So what I would do is divide my, my focus within each task, and what would end up happening is that I wouldn't do it to the best of my ability. I'd be too focused on, oh, whoa, this, 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 oh, wait, that's right, that, that, this, and that. My focus would be all over the place. I'd be talking nonsense. Yeah. So what else, uh, like, I know multitasking can, like what you said, it kind of like scatters your focus in a way. Yeah. But also, um, I, I once did a lot of multitasking. And what happened to me was I had so much uncompleted work. So I did this, 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 and that here, 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 and here. But then in the end, I never even finished some of those. And that's why it's, um, it's better to be more organized so you can you can know what's going on, what's happening, when to do it. And that also goes into prioritizing. Know what has to come first. What's what's due earlier, what do you what's most important. So I think that's that's um, an easy way to counter the bad habit of multitasking. And I'm going to step in here and say another bad habit that I've once faced that I've completely got rid of now. And I'll also say how, but it was me being unorganized. And what happened is I, I used to be extremely unorganized. I had files here, here, and here on my computer. I had papers all over my desk. I had um, like a closet all messed up. And I had like my like my room was terrible everything like I, I it was just a huge mess and what happens when it comes to working and being unorganized is there's no structure towards your work there's no like here's what i have to do today it's like you're just improvising as you go on and being organized is probably one of those things that if you can master that you could be extremely productive but when you're not organized, you don't manage your time. You're not worried about that. You're just doing your dilly-dallying. You're wherever you are, whenever you are, however. And also with unorganization, you lose focus. when, And that can also lead to uncompleted work again. Yeah. So unorganization is just a terrible habit. So if you are unorganized, 
take like a day or two to go through uh, like a huge, your huge mess and to just like organize it, throw stuff out that you don't need, um, put stuff back where it's supposed to be. And once you get into habit of um, like stopping things that you or finishing things that you've started and putting things back where you found them, you'll be more organized and you'll and your work is going to be of higher quality. And also, if you're unorganized, you tend to be unprepared because you don't manage your time and you don't know what's going on, when to do it, and of course, how to do it. And what happens is you're not responsible. You don't plan for the future. You tend to be late and you're, you're not ready. But all of this leads into stress. Now, if you're someone that's like this or if you're facing an issue just like this, the easiest way to get rid of the get rid of this habit would just be to identify when it's happening to you. Be or like if I'll give I'll use your procrastination one. Um, if you if you realize that you're um, doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, then just stop yourselves in that in your tracks. Start doing something else. Push this away. Once you start doing that, you'll find that you're just going to automatically revert or go back to um, your your normal work. And that's really just all that goes into it. Um, if you have to change your um, your environment, if you have to remove some distractions like your phone, um, if you have to be around different people, then so be it. Uh, that's really, um, that's it really. Yeah. You know, another bad habit that goes into stopping productivity, it isn't really so much about being organized or your effort. It's bad communication. Uh, another like bad habit would be that because with bad communication, first of all, you're giving off the wrong impression and you're causing a negative impact in the workplace. You're giving off the wrong impression, so someone is thinking wrongly about what you stated or what you proposed. Uh, another thing that goes into bad communication would be bad etiquette. You're not showing the proper manners. You're not showing the valid respect that your coworkers deserve. Totally. I mean, with bad communication, it's like this. You, you don't listen. You, you don't what you said. I, like, I completely agree with that. That's That's another one. <clears throat> but I think we've we've set up a bunch of these bad habits, and I kind of went over how you can get rid of these. So do you want to go over, let's say, um, a couple of, of good habits or or what have you done now that you think is, is um, a good habit? Like, what do you do? Uh, before I answer that, I would like to say that I do like your, your statement in which you're supposed to identify these habits. That... That is really, that should be the first step. You would identify the bad habit, then you would proceed into making it unnatural for you. You would remove it. What I've done with my bad habits is use my own discipline. I, I self-disciplined myself. Uh, I had to go through changing or even substituting those ha habits. When I, what I mean by substituting those habits is... I would take in a good habit and replace that with the bad habit. Therefore, I'm removing a bad habit, throwing that out, and at the same time, I'm intaking this good habit. Mm -hmm. What I did that was really more practical, too, 
was change my work environment. I had to I had to organize my desk, make things more practical, make things more reachable, closer. I removed distractions, so maybe I'd put my phone somewhere else so that I, I have my full attention on work. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's pretty much, I like the way you described how you did it because that it clarified things a little bit more. <clears throat> and I, I really like that that example you gave, like organizing your desk, uh, identifying when it was happen happening, sorry. And that's, it's really simple. Um, and I like the way you said to make that bad habit unnatural to you. Because once you get into the habit of making this habit no longer be a habit anymore, you're, it's, it's just going to start fading away. And that's what you want. Yeah. So, um, can you go over now some good habits that you that you now have incorporated into your life? Uh, yeah. Uh, one good habit that I've incorporated, I think it was the first good habit that I even started to incorporate to my life, was the, the habit of managing my time. So what I would do, wake up early, I'd have my week or day planned out, and I'd know what I have to do, when I'd have to do it, and I'd add some deadlines to that so that I know that I have to work and get this done by this time. Yeah. So pretty much you you learn to create your own routine and you learn to kind of create your own to-do list. Yeah. And you, of course, added deadlines to um, some of your projects. So like I want to learn this by here and – I think that's something that would go out for a bunch of entrepreneurs because when you're in school or when you're at work and you're giving an, and you're given an assignment and you have to get it done by, let's say like, like a week from now, like next Friday or whatever. Um, what, what happens is you're going to work and you're going to try your hardest to complete that by next Friday. And, what happens is if you didn't have that deadline and if this was, let's say, your business and you wanted to start researching something, but you, you didn't want to do that. It's it's like, why can't I head here? I just got to research. But no, if you put a deadline onto that, you will get it done. If you don't have a deadline, there is no motivation and really no um, – Nothing that you can have to strive to get it done. Like yeah, yeah there's also no consequence. Yeah. So every day, like what I did is if there's something, maybe like a checklist. So like if you plan out your day, if you have a to-do list, make it a checklist. So throughout the day, you'll check it. And if you don't check one, move it to tomorrow. It's something easy. And uh, I know you, I don't want to keep talking here about your your um your good habit. So you talked about um, kind of having your own um, day planned out. So um, do you want to go into how you planned out your day and maybe um, your own to-do list method? Yeah. Uh, What I did to plan out my day was used alarms. That was just the easiest, simple thing to do. I already had it on my phone, so I figured why not use alarms to to keep me on track, keep me on check, really keep me in this time interval in which I have to finish a certain task by this time. What I like about the alarms is that it's something that I have to turn off because it's just a huge distraction in the day. It just came out of nowhere. Unless, of course, I know what time it is. 
But other than that, really, it's it's just a flashing light in your eyes. You, you know now that you have to do this and that. Yeah, I mean, you got me into that alarm thing. Like now, I've I've started to do that. Um, yeah. Do you want to go over maybe like how you set up your alarms, like what you have during the day, um, uh, tips that you might have for people who might be interested in setting up these kind of alarms? Uh, sure. I would first prioritize what I'd have to do for that day. You know, what's most important, what's due the earliest, and what requires a lot more from me. That That's how I prioritize my tasks. I would also say that when uh, establishing a schedule, you should think about, think about how much time you have. Sort of like the deadlines method, but think about how much time you have and keep yourself organized. You actually have to put in the work and effort. The alarms won't do the work for you. They're just there to remind you that you have to do the work. Yeah. So, um, what alarms do you have set up throughout the day? Like, can you give examples here? Like, you could take out your phone and, like, um, scroll through. My first alarm is a wake-up alarm. I even have a backup for that one, just in case. Uh, my next alarm would remind me that I'd have to do a task. So, I have an alarm at, what, 3.50? And that reminds me that I should be done with a lot of schoolwork by now. Unless I'm doing a project of some sort. But really, I try to stay within that time period in which I just finished a lot of schoolwork then. And I, I don't want to push it aside. Otherwise, it gets, it gets in the way of a lot of other tasks that I'd like to get to. Another example I have is this podcast. Uh, I'd, like to keep, I'd like to keep my time intervals or the amount of time I'm in this podcast for organized. Sometimes it doesn't really happen, but I still like to do it anyways. So I would pick a time in which I either research or, or maybe think about what I'm going to say. And from there, I'm preparing myself for the podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like what I've got set up. I, of course, have the wake-up alarm. But I also have an alarm because when I wake up, I, I like to go to my computer and just start working on anything I could, of course, start working on. And I also have an alarm saying, hey, it's it's time to stop working on that and actually get ready so you can actually arrive to school and get there on time. So I, I have that set up. And I also have like, um, because I'm doing the online learning thing because of the coronavirus here, uh, I have alarms set out throughout the day saying, hey, it's time to stop doing this and start doing that. And I have like a, a lunch alarm, like a snack alarm, because a lot of people, if you wake up early towards the middle of the day or, or like from that one o'clock to like four o'clock, you're like extremely tired. So eating a snack between that time uh, can wake you up a little bit. But uh, another one I have is one saying, if you're distracted right now, it's time to start continue doing your work, like homework. And then I, I of course, have one to say, hey, it's time to start this podcast. And today we kind of started that a little bit early. Uh, so uh, we, I guess both of us were free a lot earlier. So Hey, we're exceeding expectation here. Yeah, that goes with uh, mindset. 
Something that I thought about was your humorous labels that you put on your alarms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if you can use like the like something that could brighten up your day a little bit. Like I my my wake up alarm, alarm literally says wakey wakey. <laughs> and it it's just something fun, but also if you're trying if you're debating about picking the alarm sound for your device, I know some people it, it's all up to personal preference. I know you like extremely loud alarms. I like <laughs> alarms that when I hear it, I just think of like, hey, it's time to get to work. So that that's me, that's you. It, it could be anybody, but whatever suits you best, um, you could go with that. Uh, but also, I kind of want to talk about to-do lists now because that goes into the organization habit, which is an amazing habit here. So what do you do other than alarms in a way for your to-do list? What I do is I set up my to-do list and keep in mind, I usually do my to-do lists on a pen or paper or I use the AnyDo app. And I'd first think about all the tasks that I have to complete by the end of the day or week. I'd jot them down or put them down on the app. And what I'd really like to start doing or get back into the habit of doing is reviewing that day or week after so that I know what I did wrong, what I can improve, and what I should be doing. It's just a review, something short. Yeah. So like pretty much uh, like what we were talking about um, last episode, don't be afraid to fail. It's something to learn from. But also, even if you don't fail and you you did like you were like proficient at um, what you were doing, you could still look at it and there's always going to be room for improvement, you know. Uh, but also, I heard you say any do. Uh, I remember I got you into that app here. Yeah. So do you do you want to talk about your experiences with that app? What I like about the app is that you have multiple lists for different types of things, whether it be work, school, or this podcast, and you can color code them, you can prioritize them, you, you can em- put emphasis on any task within a list or just put emphasis on a list. Yeah, and what I really like about it is it syncs between your phone, your computer, but also if you're someone that likes to use Google Calendar, it syncs with that as well. So, um, any talk do, about keeping yourself organized. I know. I mean, AnyDo is an amazing app because, like, when you wake up, it'll it'll greet you with "What do you want to do today?" and you could start. Um, could start putting in your to-do list and I like to create either what I want to do today either I, I like to create it either the night before or the morning of or maybe throughout the day if there's new things that come up but um, having stuff to that's in a to-do list that you could literally check on and off that's probably like the easiest thing but also any do has an amazing like widget which is pretty much which is pretty much like a um a visual uh, like uh, app screen like what it's I don't really know how to describe a widget here but you could pretty much see the app without having to go into it so when I open up my phone like when I turn on my phone and I just like log into my home screen I can immediately see my to-do list so it's it's amazing when it comes to turning your phone into a productivity device and that's what I've done here yeah, but, I really like the use of widgets because it, it one keeps you organized, 
Two, it catches me up on the status of, let, let's say, stocks, though I don't really use that much. It keeps me up on the status of what's changed within the app, or let's say I'm using AnyDo and I put that on a widget. It'll tell me what I have to do then. Instead of just logging into the app, maybe putting in a password, I'll just swipe left, and it's the first thing I do on a phone. I check yeah. the status. And what's also cool is if you have like a group of people, like um, you and me, uh, you could set up to-do lists for the whole group. So in any do, I have a to-do list for business maniacs. And I sent that to O'Brien and um, both of us can see what's going on. So for today, it says um, record episode three. And so that's what we're doing right now. And it's really easy. And I would highly recommend this app to anybody else. But before we move on to the next part here, uh, I kind of want to talk about my past when it comes to to-do lists and some things that I've kind of tried but haven't really worked for me or some failures that I may have had. And that is to go um, with a pen and paper and writing your to-do list on that. Now, that could be that could work for you better. Like it worked for me. Like whatever I wrote down on the on, in the notebook, I I did. Like uh, oh, there's a, a alarm. <laughs> that, that's ironic. That's usually when we would start the business maniac. So this is five o'clock, like right now. Um, but I was talking about uh, pen and paper. So pretty much whenever I I write it down, it sticks in my head. So I know here's what I have to do. The problem is if I write it down in a notebook and I and right now I'm just walking around my house, uh, I don't always keep my notebook in the same room as me or I don't always have it with me wherever I go. So I didn't really like that. And when you have it on your phone, wherever you go, all you have to do is just swipe and you see it. And that's what I really liked. So that's pretty much what I wanted to say. But also, if you're someone that's found a way to stick with pen and paper, um, like Try and color code your list because what's going to happen is you're going to put more attention and detail into that and you're just going to acquire that kind of skill. But also you're going to have, it's going to be more appealing to the eye. So you're going to be like, all right, today, so today's Monday, so the color's red or something. And the benefit of being organized or having this this good habit of being organized is you're going to just have a really you're just going to have really good self-discipline and your focus is always going to be on the right thing and you're going to have good attention and good communication and pretty much a good schedule and work um work environment I'd say for um for you. Yeah, it's a tool that'll help you out. Yeah. So another one would probably be um last episode so mindset because if you're a pessimistic then you're not really going to get far but if you're optimistic and you have that positive attitude you're just gonna um always strive to improve and you're always going to um try and take action and, and do what you can no matter what obstacles you might face so uh, mindset's another good one but what i wanted to talk about earlier which i kind of skipped over a little bit was um how I became or from organized to organized. And really, um, the person that inspired me to do that was a, a YouTuber called Matt Diavella. If you guys don't um, know him, you guys should go check him out because uh, he makes awesome videos. But mainly, he's a minimalist. And, I, and at first, I was hesitant about 
wanting to become a minimalist because minimalists are people who only use the necessary things in life. So they pretty much have whatever they need. And um, I, I'm kind of in between minimalism and like um, organized. So I, I don't really have, I'm not cluttered. Like I'm extremely organized. You open up one of my drawers, everything's laid out like perfectly um but i don't really have everything that um that distracts me or everything that's just that i just don't need so on my phone before i i pretty much destroyed that thing um like got rid of all those apps i had around i had 70 apps on my phone now i have 38 and those are all the apps that i need so it's like youtube skillshare my uh, alarm clock um uh, messages phone like just the necessary things that you'd need on your phone of course the to-do list uh, i could keep going but that's i those are like the only things that i really use and that i need and i i just found that ha- being more minimalistic and only using what you need tends to limit your distractions and allows you to focus more and know more of what you have to do so that's pretty much um what i've kind of done and yeah yeah so um i think we should go more into i think we've pretty much finished up this uh good habits thing there's there's probably a ton of good habits people can have or um, a ton of bad habits out there but we just wanted to go over a few here um just so we can help you guys out so um i want you to be the most productive yes and i kind of want to go back to the time management area and um why is I, I kind of want to ask you the question here. Why would time management really be more important to a business leader? Time management would be crucial to a business leader, especially in his own business setting, because if he uses it properly, he can keep himself organized. He, he makes things simple or he, he or she. And all the business leader has to do is just work accordingly. Not just that, if he is a business leader, that uh, implies that he has others working for him and that he has employees or assets. If you keep Mm -hmm. yourself organized, you're keeping your assets, your employees organized. You know, you're helping them out. You're supporting them and working accordingly. You have a plan, uh, you have steps in those plans and all you have to do is take those steps and you'll reach the destination you're looking for, which is the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like your definition of that. You know, uh, you really defined why it's important really well. And time's valuable to a business leader, of course, because it allows them to succeed. And and it's pretty much it uses time management, some, something that people use to the best of their ability if if you're really good at this and it allows you to progress efficiently and for a business leader what happens when you're extremely um manageable with your time is you'll be able to establish your own working schedule you're going to be more organized you're going to focus on what you need to focus on you're going to work more efficient and most of all you're going to be realistic about your goals and what you have to do so um, pretty much to end off this, um, this episode here, do you have any like tips that you could give to people that, um, can help them better manage their time? Uh, 
Yeah. First one that I can think of is actually consider the the value of time. You know, what can you do with time if used effectively? Uh, another tip I have is stay focused. Don't multitask. Focus your attention on one task and complete that task to the best of your ability. Another one I, I would have is strictly limit distractions. That uh, that blinking buzzing, beeping, little computer of yours that's probably in your pocket or in front of your face, you should probably put that somewhere else or at a distance so that you're not constantly being distracted and looking toward your phone. Mm -hmm. Another one that I would like to say is don't overwork yourself. Don't put too much effort into too, into too little time. Unless you can, but if you can't, you know, you really shouldn't be doing it. You'll find yeah, like, that, yeah, you, you'll, you'll find that you, you'd be failing. Yeah, I mean, like, just don't don't push yourself if you can't make it. And it's, it goes back to yesterday's mindset. You have to be patient sometimes. Yeah. If, you, if you're trying to pull all-nighters just to um, – just to do something that that's that doesn't really have a specific deadline like yeah you, you haven't worked on it all week and you, your own deadline was set for tomorrow it's all right you could push it back but again uh, i'll say this one more time but rome wasn't built in a day it wasn't. and i that was said by i believe um uh, john haywood and that's just it just speaks about success after after a long period of time and it's if you if you take stuff one step at a time, you're gonna do it more effectively, and the quality of your work's gonna be, um, it's just gonna be the best that it can be. Um, it's just just gonna be the best. So, and that's important toward your own work. You want it to be the best that it can be. Yeah. So pretty much, um, do you want to wrap up this episode like what we've talked about here? Um, we pretty much talked about what productivity is, and I'll go back real fast um, to that first quote by Carl Poulian here. And it's the ability to get the most important work done on time to the highest possible quality. Uh, and I think that's the best definition of um, productivity here. We also talked about a couple of bad habits, such as procrastination, um, multitasking. organization, multitasking as well, and um, bad communication, I believe. And uh, procrastination is one that we that I think ha should have a it's something that's on the top of people's list when it comes to bad habits. So uh, if you're trying to get rid of a bad habit, I think procrastination is where you should start. And then you can move into organization and everything. Because if you skip procrastination, you're pretty much procrastinating about it. But also, um, yeah. you won't really want to organize anything. Like if all that clutter, you're going to keep pu pushing off. Whereas if you start with procrastination and then, you know, I can't keep pushing this um, – unorganized mess away then you'll get further into that um we also talked about how to get rid of those bad habits and make room for new ones and um it was it, it was really simple i mean if let's let's go back with that procrastination one you yeah. have to pretty much realize that you're doing it when you're doing it so identify okay, um, right now I should be doing my homework, but instead I'm playing like a video game or I'm, sh I'm scrolling through the internet. It's 
very simple. And before um, I, I continue, I actually want to go over what I did once because I used to be, of course, on my phone when I had that huge mess of apps. I had a ton of games. And what happened was when I opened up my phone, I knew exactly where those games were. So, like, if my eyes were closed, I could have turned on my phone, pretty much entered my password without looking at it, and then immediately swiped right where my game would be. So what I did was I realized that was a really bad habit. I mean, playing games, like you had to be playing a lot if you knew exactly where it was and if you were always doing that. So I knew that was a bad habit. So I started off by just moving it away from where it normally was and putting something more productive there, like my to-do list. And what I did was with my mindset was I set up, if I clicked on my to-do list, I had to add something to it. Whether it be something small like um, dust off your your um, your table or, or just something simple. Uh, you just had to put something there because it says this is um, your consequence or, or whatever. Uh, but that's pretty much what I've done. And you pretty much just have to remove distractions when it comes to um, uh, after you identify your bad habit. And remember, you really have to discipline yourself. Get into the habit of removing bad habits. Yeah, and you can also be around uh, better people. If you're around people who are pessimistic, always like, yeah, if you do that, you might not be as good as that. Or they're always saying like bad things about whatever you're trying to do, rather than be- them being upbringers or people who can encourage you to do more. Um, if, if they're not those kind of people, then who are they to you? So it's pretty it's pretty much black and white there and we talked about good habits of people which is of course um time management organization um the mindset uh but that's that's really it and i think that pretty much does it for today's episode so yeah all right um so do you want to cue the outro cue that outro all right Alright guys, thank you for tuning in on today's episode of Business Maniacs. Just before we end this episode, I would like to remind all of you listeners about the link that you can find in the description of this episode. You can use that link to send us any questions or suggestions for this podcast or the content we cover. That link will allow you to get into the bonus episode at the end of Season 2. And finally, if you enjoy this content, please take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with your friends and family. I hope you learned something new and stay tuned for the next one.